0: Disney Time Podcast
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co host, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. So uh, we just got back from Disneyland last week for Rissa's birthday weekend. Yay. Yay. Um, So we're going to do a recap for this episode. We're going to recap our trip because it was fun and it kind of rained, but, you know, it's still fun. So we're going to talk about that. Um, The title of this podcast is going to be The Cold Never Bothered Me Anyway. (laughs) Um, So before we get into that, there are three articles that I shared with my co-hosts. We'll talk about that. And more recently, there were the Oscars that were just going on, and they just ended. So let's talk about that first. Um, Represented for Disney, we've got Black Panther, uh, Bao, Mary Poppins Returns. So the winners, Black Panther actually won three. Is that right, Rissa?
0: Yep, that's right. Um, Like I said before in our previous podcast going over the Oscar nominations, um, they are kind of minor um which is what we expected uh they ha- they were nominated for a lot of different things um i believe they had seven nominations total yeah. um they took best original music score best costume design and best production design
1: which are still good because that's three and you know it's a uh superhero movie. So that's, um, that's something that's pretty good for, you know, a Marvel movie.
0: Yeah. The fact that it was even nominated for as many Oscars as they were, um, is a testament to, to the the production value and, um, how well the movie, uh, was written and directed. And yeah, it's, it's definitely groundbreaking for the fact that, a, a blockbuster is finally breaking through, um, the artsy types of films that tend to, um, reign over award seasons.
1: Right. So another person to point out here is ludwig Gordonson because he won for best original music score uh he also won a, a an award for in the grammys because he wrote a song uh, together it was this is america with donald glover so he wrote right. together with him so he got an a- academy award today he also got a grammy so there we go um uh, so another winner was bow and, um, what do you think, Nelson, what do you think of Bao? What did you think of it when you watched it?
2: Uh, I, I thought it was a cute and great little, uh, short. Um, it surprised me when, uh, the one scene where the mom eats, eats the- Eats the Bao? Yeah, just to prevent him from leaving. But, um, that, I, I, it shocked me for that, uh, part of the the video but it was a cute overall um I guess uh little short that um is actually pretty relatable because uh I could see that happening to me too like I'm (laughs) I'm pretty close to my family and um yeah it was hard for when I had to go away for for school I I didn't like go away to find a girl or anything like that right or bring home a girl but uh uh yeah I feel it's it was uh Relatable, so uh, I I definitely enjoyed it. So I'm I'm glad it uh, it won.
1: All right. So now let's talk about um, The articles that I shared with you guys Let's start with the one that actually Rissa shared with us It is Magic Kingdom Park foodie update February 2019. That was the first one. It was on Thursday Feb 21 2019 so It talks about uh, Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration in full swing and also Mardi Gras and St. Patrick's Day coming up. There's going to be a whole host of new eats and treats coming to Magic Kingdom Park. For all the Disney parks foodies out there, you won't want to skip out on these offerings. Um, So there are some character themed treats including a hey hey looks like an ice cream swirl. Uh, It's a cone and it's a blue sugar cone topped with raspberry soft serve, pineapple dough whip, sugar eyes and sour candy. You can find that at aloha isle in adventureland then uh there's another cone at storybook treats it's called the lost princess cone it's a purple cone and has uh, lemon soft serve, and a beautiful display of edible flowers. And the final cone is gonna be at Auntie Gravity's Galactic Goodies, and it's gonna have you flying through Tomorrowland to try it. It's called the Adventurous Out There Cone. It's a blue sugar cone topped with mango soft serve and candy balloon piece. And then, um, there's gonna be a Mardi Gras offering, uh, for a limited time hop over to the liberty square market to indulge in the frog prince whoopie whoopie pie this cinnamon whoopie pie comes with graham cracker icing sprinkles and chocolate frog and then at casey's corner which is the hot dog corner i mentioned in an earlier episode uh, it's called march's hot dog of the month casey's Corn beef hash dog the hot dog is a great way to celebrate St. Patrick's Day all month long. It has crispy potatoes on top, corned beef, cabbage, and a blarney sauce drizzle. And there's also a few new treats joining the Mickey and Minnie surprise celebration, including the Mickey and Minnie Waffle Sunday at Sleepy Hollow. This adorable delight comes with Mickey and Minnie shaped waffles and a scoop of vanilla ice cream topped with chocolate sauce, whipped cream sprinkles, and a cherry. Speaking of Sundays, there's a couple of fun... Minnie Mouse themed sundays available at uh, Plaza ice cream parlor. The mini Sunday features two scoops of ice cream topped with chocolate sauce, whipped cream, strawberries, chocolate ice cream cookies, uh, or chocolate cream cookies, and a chocolate mini bow. The Main Street Split comes with ice cream and a banana topped with strawberry and pineapple sauces, hot fudge, chocolate cream cookies, and a chocolate mini bow. Um, and then if you go to Columbia Harbor House or Tony's Town Square Restaurant, you're going to find some Mickey and Minnie whoop Pies. They are red velvet whoop pies filled with cream cheese icing topped with chocolate decorations. And the Mickey Confetti Pretzel is also coming back. It's dipped in marshmallow fluff and topped with confetti sprinkles and can be found at Tortuga Tavern. Don't forget, all three Sundays, the Mickey and Minnie whoop Pies and the Mickey Confetti Pretzel are available starting March 1st. And then finally... In addition to all the yummy offerings, did you know you can have new ice cream containers featuring the favorite pals, Mickey and Minnie? That's right, you can get your ice cream in fun Mickey and Minnie themed cups at various locations throughout the park. So what are you waiting for? Now more than ever is the time to get snacking at Magic Kingdom. Come on out, grab a treat, and hang out with us. Visit the Walt Disney World website for more information on the dining locations as well as Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. So, what do you guys think? I, I know, Nelson, you're the one that's going to be closest to going to this. Uh, what do you think of all this new offerings they have? A Magic Kingdom.
2: Well, it's it's pretty cool. um I'm I'm kind of weary though with all these foodie lists. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah,
1: we'll we'll <laughs> mention that in our uh, main topic here since but, it's uh, one of the rare disappointments that we had.
2: Right. So because I, I when when this was shared earlier, I was looking through this for a specific date.
1: Right. Like, and, a, like a start and uh, end date right
2: right and they have a couple start dates for particular, like the cones and the sunday but um i don't see an end date but with past experience um you're gonna that think it doesn't mean much <laughs> yeah it's probably gonna be so, around
1: for a limited like, time right?
2: I'll, like a week or a month or so yeah, and i mean yeah. i won't be going until early april so you might miss I mean, these treats right right like it's it's kind of a uh, up in the air if uh, they'll still be there by the time i go so i mean great if they are i'm definitely writing them down and uh i saved the page on my phone okay so, I mean, I'll at least have this on hand, but uh, like again, with our past experience, I'm not having my hopes too high. But right, right. I at least um, am, I'm aware of it now, so that's it's nice.
1: All right. So, what do you think, Risa? Do you think there's a lot here, or? Are you just thinking, you know, it's going to last a a short amount of time and then it's gone?
0: Well, if the donuts are any indication, like the donuts in Disneyland, um, it'll probably last a couple of weeks and then it will be gone. Um, So if you're on that side, that coast um, on the East Coast and you can pop over to Magic Kingdom, I would strongly suggest you go as soon as you can because you never know when they're just going to pull it. Um, Yeah,
1: there's going to be some new offerings and then um, let's let's go to the the next article. Uh, the next one I shared is about um, Disney's Epcot. It's about to change forever, and here's what we're gonna expect. So. Disney announced on Thursday that there are two major changes coming to the Florida park. An entire midi city intended for children is going to open in 2021, along with a staggering overhaul to the park's iconic entrance. With a new Marvel coaster and Red Hat themed Pixar ride on the way, it's no surprise that Epcot is ongoing, undergoing a paradigm shift. Even more attractions, entertainment, and experiences are slated to open within the next two years. And this first dose is already revolutionary. There's going to be a new play pavilion. In the likes of a futuristic city it's going to provide a dedicated child-friendly area with activities character appearances and a- activations uh, a first for the technologically inclined park early artist imagery feels reminiscent of the oh my disney area seen in ralph breaks the internet with its colorful building facades and emoji-like imagery of famed characters though there's no announced correlation and This is going to be in the Wonders of Life Pavilion, where it's located right now, which used to uh, house attractions, if you remember from your childhood, like Body Wars and Cranium Command, uh, with Ellen's Energy Adventure already having shuttered in 2017 to make way for the forthcoming Guardians of the Galaxy indoor roller coaster and a space-team restaurant on deck near Mission Space. The entire Future World East section of Disney's Epcot will be transformed come 2021. Also announced the main entrance of Epcot will also be changed permanently. Large metal wall displays known as Leave a Legacy will be moved to outside the front gates as a new lush design and restored fountain are incorporated under the gaze of the icon- iconic Walt Disney World monorail system and Spaceship Earth. The emblematic dome of the Disney Park, uh, other significant areas of Epcot Center like the fountain-filled expanse between Spaceship Earth and World Showcase are slated for redevelopment as well. So that's uh, just two of the many enhancements in a list of widespread changes coming to floor come to epcot in advance of walt disney world's 50th anniversary celebration in 2021 uh there's a whole bunch of new attractions coming including remy's ratatouille adventure ride currently being built also disney skyliner gondola system is coming this fall which is going to provide sustainable transportation to epcot and hollywood studios from select resorts and there's also a new nighttime performance to replace illuminations which is the longest running current evening show at walt disney world resort so What do you guys think? Uh, Nelson, what do you think since, you know, Epcot is usually one of the big draws in in terms of like why we go, you know, for basically festivals?
2: Yeah, particularly for me, um, I definitely, Epcot is my favorite out of the four main
1: parks at uh, Disney World. So So what do you think about the changes?
2: Uh I I feel like they're welcome. Um particularly like with the first picture that are is provided at the top of the article. Great. Um I really like the the change in how it looks. Oh, I agree. Um, Definitely. Um because as of right now, it kind of has those fake rock-looking things like at the entrance of Tomorrowland here at yes. Disneyland. Yes. Um and on those rocks they have like uh, like placard names for I guess for those who donated or something yeah.
1: and there's also some that are faces have you seen that right it's like yeah etched.
2: so um I mean that's cool to have them you know like I I, I don't want to say immortalized but uh, <laughs> they're part of the there but yeah I, I'm not feeling the the facade itself right it kind of right. just doesn't fit in my opinion
1: so it kind of just looks like fake rock <laughs> which so ba- it is. based on your ren- on the rendering uh, do you like the gardens look?
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if you look real close, like, you could actually see, like, a flower, bell, and uh beast off to the almost center. Oh, I see the, that, yeah. Like the topiary. The right. totally yeah, and that, that kind of is reminiscent of what they do anyway for, like, the Flower and Garden Festival.
1: Correct, yeah, they do so, that. So,
2: um, if that would be there year-round, or maybe even they, you know, change it every now and then, um, I'd be all for it. Because it definitely looks more appealing, in my opinion, and definitely way more colorful, so... This first area, at least depicted in this uh, first illustration, is it looks great, I think.
1: Nice, nice. So they also mentioned that they're going to be putting the dedicated kids' area in where Wonders of Life is. Um, Normally they use that as the festival center, isn't that right? They use that area as a festival center. Is that the big yellow dome? The big yellow dome. Right. Oh, I think Wonders of Life used used to be housed there. Uh, yeah. So, what do you think of the kids area being put there? Do you think they're just gonna relocate the festival, like create a permanent festival center?
2: Uh, I I would hope so because um that has
1: been perfect so yeah, far. Definitely for for just for doing that, you know the right. festival stuff.
2: Yeah, there's um another. Kind of building off in between England and Canada. Yes, yes, that's a um, bigger
1: like convention hall type deal. Yeah,
2: but it's kind of hidden. Right. <laughs> you, yeah. They don't
1: I really mean, want I, you to I know. I mean, I definitely
2: walked by it, like at least the entryway, without even knowing something was down there. So yeah, I did um, go
1: in there one time and watch a keynote speaker. So it's like, wow, I didn't even know this was here, you know? So.
2: Right. So, I mean, if they if they move it to there, that'd probably make the most sense as that's at least an existing building. Right, right. But um, they probably should make it more, like, visible. <laughs> or, yes, like, yes. at least make it known that
1: it's, you know, this is here. Like a sign saying, unless, go here. Well, of
2: course, unless you already know about it. But for those who don't, like me the first time. <laughs> definitely,
1: definitely. Definitely so. missed it, so. So, Rissa, what do you think? um, Do you think changes are welcome, like especially having a kids area? Do you think it's going to be a draw to bring more families in?
0: I think so, Um, especially if Epcot. Um, is more known for its festivals areas and um, its world showcase and the more adult kind of theme. Um, it's nice that it, there's a spot for the kids. Um, yeah, I think it's it's welcome. The the changes are welcome. It's it's part of Walt Disney's vision to continually improve parks. Um, so yeah, I think it's cool.
1: Yeah, I think it's also welcome. Um, I like the idea since I have a young child. You know that he has he's gonna have an area especially for the anniversary where he could just go and play uh, the renderings look interesting it does look a lot rem- reminiscent of the oh my disney area from wrecked yeah. ralph uh and then there's like a picture of the little kids holding on to mickey's hand it's pretty cool um but i wish it would look something at least remotely close to the rendering because you know sometimes they make it they draw a rendering and then you think ooh, it's gonna look really good and then the end result is something completely different right so i hope it's close because it looks good it looks good um so let's go to the final article Uh, It's called World of Color returns to the Disneyland Resort after a long absence. The show, which hadn't been presented since April, draws cheers from the crowd. So it looks like there was a giant crowd on Friday night, Feb 22nd, for the first opening, soft opening, after an accident shut it down for almost 10 months. Uh, It was a cold night in Anaheim, but it looks like there was about a 1,000 people who stuck until 10 p.m. park closing to watch the 22-minute long Water, Sound, and Light Show featuring uh, Disney movie characters like Lion King, Aladdin, Woody, Buzz Lightyear, Dory, and more. So basically, they didn't change the show from what it was before, but they brought it back up. So what do you guys think? Rissa, what do you think about them bringing back World of Color? Finally, um, <laughs> right.
0: I hope they improved some of the um, technology since they had the opportunity to with it being down. Um, so hopefully, their their laser show is you know crisper. And I, I read that they're using 4K projectors now, uh, but I'm wow. not sure how that translates onto like projecting onto on water. the rides. Wow. Yeah, on on water and the rides. Um, but it'll be interesting to see when when we finally get to watch it again.
1: What do you think, Nelson? Uh... What do you think about them bringing it back?
2: Well, it's kind of been a a long time coming. We've been kind of teased here and there, like in December, like, is it coming back? Is it coming back? Um, And there were rumors that they that it would be in time for the holidays. But uh, obviously that came and went. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, finally glad it's uh, it's back. Um, It's going to help, you know, alleviate the fireworks show over at Disneyland since uh, there was now a, like the, the night show at, at DCA is finally back. So right. Exactly. People will be,
1: you know, deciding which one to go see. That's definitely something that people want to happen because. Well, what happened is California Adventure would close and then people would go right from they California. they just right.
2: They just hop over to Disneyland.
1: Because they to, have yeah. a Fantasmic show. So it's like, yeah. you know, they'll crowd the park for Fantasmic, basically. And I mean, so,
2: that still could happen a lot of the time just because DCA closes earlier anyway.
1: Right. But then but, they wouldn't be able to see the Fantasmic show if they watched the final or the right. last showing of World of Color for the day.
2: Right? right. Yeah. So it it's just that now DCA has its night show back. So Exactly because it will they help didn't disperse the, the crowds a bit better
1: because they didn't even have the paint the night it went on hiatus as well yep. so that took yeah, away this, the show
0: this article says that um, for now until um, like a few months from now they're they're only gonna do one show a night because mm. uh, they're still monitoring the you know the what show broke? yeah what broke we don't know what broke but yeah they just want to make sure that it doesn't happen again
1: yeah it kind of they kind of closed it abruptly for that whatever happened they just yeah. stopped it and we just didn't know why right
0: yeah they were saying something about a computerized system that broke got
1: flooded right yeah about that? yeah i was like how did it get because somebody left some door open or something or got it flooded and Oof. not good
0: wonder if that person got fired
1: that's a good question i don't know but <laughs> yeah electronics and you know lake water. water i don't know <laughs> so Anyway, there are also two dining packages that are available. You can get it at Wine Country Tartoria or at uh, Carthay Circle. Uh, I did make a reservation for Carthay on April 19th. So that's when we're going to watch World of Color from that, you know, using the dining package. Nice. So it's going to be well, interesting to see the, the show return, basically. That was our, our last article. So now let's get to the topic, basically, of our podcast today. The cold never bothered me anyway. Um, this is going to be a, a trip review of our president's day, weekend, Rissa's birthday, weekend celebration, pretty much her birthday month celebration, uh, <laughs> Disney, Disney trip. Um, so let's, let's talk about, first of all, let's talk about the, the different things that were going on at the park. At the two parks there were a few festival there's a festival going on which was the lunar new year celebration at california adventure so there was that there's the get your ears on celebration which is supposedly happening throughout the year uh, for mickey and minnie celebrating mickey and minnie and then there was also the color purple which is the color of the year which the potion purple you see a lot of merch around this the parks and then finally it was the valentine's weekend Valentine's Day weekend. So supposedly there were some Valentine's treats and things that are scattered around the parks. So first of all, let's talk about that. Nelson, what did you think about all the things going on there?
2: Well, there's plenty.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
2: Um, Although there was more variety, I would say over at uh, Disneyland versus at DCA. Right. Um, DCA was more focused on just having the, the Lunar New Year. Um, festival going on. I agree. So, that was definitely more concentrated um, and Disneyland was kind of a mess. <laughs> yes, I have Agreed. to agree there. Um, because they apparently had they were covering attempting to cover three different events all at one time. Mhm. And that led to some pretty uh,
1: pretty big disappointments on on our end. So
0: Rage rage rage.
1: <laughs> so let's yeah, let's talk so. about these different different dis- disappointments that we had. Uh, Let's start with with the treats, okay? So, Nelson, we went to Jolly Holiday first, um, right? like the first day we were there. And Mm -hmm. what did you think of the selection? Let's just talk about the selection first.
2: So over there, it seemed like they were more focusing on the Valentine's Month treats and yes. also get your ears on. Yes. I agree. Um, list earlier this year, we had listed off some, you know, uh, specialty items for the potion purple event. Right. For, that's a, they didn't provide an end date. So we assumed it was just going to be throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, And over at Jolly Holiday, uh, according to the article, they were supposedly going to offer a Purple Glove, Mickey Glove, McCorm. Yeah, yeah. And that was definitely on my list. So I wanted to try it, but to to my disappointment, when we got there, I didn't see it. It was not available. Right. Um, The best I could figure is because... They have those three events going on, and they particularly the Valentines is kind of a limited for the month. Yes. So maybe they'll come back. back. Yeah. Maybe I yeah, don't know, love. but um, yeah. So they had a couple like get your ears on. They had that uh, like the Mickey Macron there. Yeah. And I, the uh, took club... a picture of it, and yeah, like in the the Mickey Clubhouse hat, like chocolate dome dessert cake thing that Rissa actually got for as her birthday little cake over at Steakhouse 55. It was pretty much it's, it's the exact same thing
1: without the Mickey um, mouse symbol. Right. Yeah. Not
2: the Mickey club chocolate, the chocolate. part, yeah, Right. But the rest of it is pretty much the same. So even Rissa got to try it. Yep. Um So got that. But one thing that um, was not listed anywhere, like I didn't see it on the Valentine's or even on this regular menu was this um, red velvet uh, like cake little cake. Mm. And I'm kind of partial to red velvet. (laughs) So when I saw it available, I definitely got one. And lo and behold, it was one of my, like, I really enjoyed that item when, uh, out of the ones that we got there. Nice. Nice. There were some disappointments, but also a nice surprise.
1: That is a good surprise. So it looks like, you know, overall, when we tried to get different things from your list, it was all over the place. Some places were doing purple, some places were doing Valentine's. Some places were doing Get Your Ears On, plus some other things too. So it right. it just looked like the park didn't have it all in sync with their what treats they were going to be offering, basically. Right. Uh, Rissa, what was the disappointment that you faced when you were looking for you know the fest you know the different things that were going on treats?
0: So I honestly thought that they would have the um, mango dome cake right. at Rancho del Zocalo. Oh, Zogalo. that's
1: right. That's I was a Get your, super That's a get your ears on one, right? Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's why I I thought it was going to be there because all their branding and like in between the two parks in the promenade, Mm -hmm. they have like those banners that say get your ears on. Exactly.
1: exactly. I thought
0: they were going to really feature get your ears on prominently throughout the parks. Um, Obviously, the purple would be kind of low key, so I wasn't expecting too much of it. Um, Definitely on the merch side, I was was expecting more, uh, but there wasn't a lot. Uh, there were like small corners of of the parks and just a small stand here and there in in Wad. But yeah, the the dome cake was a really big letdown because they said uh, we walked in there and they said, "Oh, sorry, we're not gonna start selling that until Tuesday." Huh. And I, and I was like, "Um, okay, bye." <laughs> and
1: well, what did the... I think that was
0: the first time I ever walked into that restaurant because I, I never was gonna go say,
1: like, "Yeah, we never go this in is there." Our one chance
2: to eat at Rancho, <laughs> and they messed it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, I mean, what did the article say about when that was going to happen? Because that seemed like it was supposed to be already there.
0: Yeah, on the foodie guide, there were no, like, start dates. It was just a general start date for the get your ears on celebration right, right so i was under the assumption that like everything on that list would be there uh,
2: yep no. i had the same
1: impression as well
0: same thing with the purple i was super disappointed with the lavender boba milk oh, tea my
1: gosh. oh my god let's talk about that now okay so and then
0: also the purple rose
1: oh both, gosh both yeah.
0: not there
1: so that that's supposed to be at red rose tavern correct both of those yeah items. both of
2: th- both of those items yeah. so
1: we did go there on our final day we went to red rose tavern we had a meal And then we asked if we could get the lavender milk tea with the boba. And they said, we don't have that. And we were like, Nelson, what did you do? What did you ask them?
2: Well, I mean, what ensured me that or made me a little more confident is because it was still listed on the app.
1: Oh, on the app. Right, right.
2: Like the lavender milk tea, the unfortunately, the purple rose wasn't, but at least the lavender milk tea was still listed on. And uh, unfortunately, you couldn't get it through the mobile order, but it was still at least listed in the view menu. Right. For it's Red the Rose menu. Tavern. So I assumed. Because it's listed there that it was still available, and by the time uh, we walked up to, you know, um, place our order for the food, uh, I was given the "quote unquote" reason that it was seasonal. <laughs>
1: I'm like, well, yeah, well, isn't the whole
2: season supposed to be the year?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like how long is the season for purple? They didn't actually define it in the foodie guide. No, they did not. They didn't tell us. So it's one of those clandestine. You have to know how long it's going to be, you know? Right. And, and so, and I mean, even my menu.
2: sister, cause I, I had showed my sister, you know, all these purple quote unquote purple, um, like treats. Right. Um, I showed her that page, and she, you know, she's going in May, like to Disneyland for um, a bachelorette party, and so she was like excited to try it, Definitely. try any, like all of these things, and, all the purple stuff, yeah, and particularly this lavender milk tea. She she asked me to try it for her and let her know what I thought of it, and then I had to send her a message like, unfortunately, sorry, Nell, but. <laughs> I'm even disappointed that they don't have it.
1: Yeah, it seemed like you were super bummed out by that. I mean, I I didn't really want to try it in particular. I just, you know, if they had it, I would have gotten it. But it's like, you know, it's on the menu. You even said it to the girl. Hey, it's on the menu on your, on your app. How come you don't have it, you know? And they just give yeah. a bogus, like excuse for it you know right. well they
0: also said oh sorry we we don't have control over that app
1: yeah but i mean <laughs> exactly it's like how can you have a restaurant and then the app doesn't work with what's on the menu you know that's that's but, another shortcoming of disney i think because yeah their app doesn't seem to correspond with what they have in in the restaurant you know so
0: another complaint for me in terms of their app um and just their menu in general is we kind of had a minor freak out because we went to Riverbell and we made reservations oh, right. specifically oh, Riverbell for Terrace res- okay. River Bell Terrace um, for the taro pancakes. Uh, but they had like no signage yeah no like special offerings um, at the restaurant for the taro pancakes so we kind of freaked out and we had to ask our, our waiter are you still serving this they're like oh yeah 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 so we just you just had to know apparently
1: so before we get to the pluses here um, let me mention one thing at uh, Red Rose Tavern they did have get your ears on so yes. there was the what I had what's the the burger it's a Mickey Mouse it's just basically the regular burger with a red bun and black sesame seeds so yeah just wanted to mention that um so let's go to riverbell terrace because that's one of the the upsides of the trip that we had you know uh one of the things that you know rissa asked to get a reservation for was riverbell terrace for breakfast because they have the taro pancakes and like she mentioned they didn't have any signage they didn't have a special menu for it we just had to ask our waiter if it was available and sure enough he said yes it was So we, pretty much most of us ordered the taro pancakes. And Risa, you want to explain how it tasted?
0: So it was really good. Um, The pancakes itself, it basically tasted like pancakes but it had like a, a hint of sweetness from the from the taro. Um, but the shining star was the ube sauce cuz it mm. you could tell that it wasn't really taro. It was, it was ube.
1: purple yam for purple those yam. who don't know. Yeah. Um the, how about yeah, the chantilly cream?
0: The chantilly cream was good. Um, it was definitely infused with either taro or or ube purple yam. Um and basically I didn't really use the maple syrup that it was served with. I just kind of put that on the side and like flattened the chantilly cream all over it and just dipped it in the in the purple yam sauce. It was so good.
1: I did the same thing. It was really good.
2: I was surprised they served it with the, the syrup in all honesty. I was like, this
1: isn't needed. Do you even need
0: this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the maple syrup definitely would have like messed up the flavor. Yeah. It it would have,
2: it would have detracted away from what you wanted.
0: If you're going to try it, I recommend, um, try it first. And then if you don't like it, go ahead and pour the syrup, but yeah. Don't just gung ho straight up, pour the syrup all over your pancakes. It'll mess it up.
1: So I did add a side of bacon to it Um, oh yes me too and i kind of wanted to use the syrup with the bacon but i said oh that's gonna be too sweet but maple bacon if you guys want to do that that will work you know save your syrup for the bacon
0: yeah i think adding a side is definitely recommended from my perspective anyway um because anytime you're eating something sweet and just the sheer portion of it Um, you, you need something to cut it, whether it's like fruit or, um, like bacon or eggs, some, just some different flavor. Otherwise it kind of becomes one note. Um, so it's like a three stack pancake instead of just like two stack. So I couldn't even finish it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yes. He, he, Nelson finished it for he, he, I think he finished all the girls' pancakes for us.
1: Maybe. I think he did. Yeah. So no complaints. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, more food for him, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't even have to order it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what did you order Nelson? Do you remember? I got the short rib skillet. And uh, what did you think of that short rib skillet?
2: Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, it had, you know, um, really thick like toast that came with it. Mm. Um, it came with two sunny side eggs, uh, the actual short rib, um, shredded short rib, and then, um, like country style potatoes on, underneath. Um, overall, I thought it was good. Uh, the, I, f- I felt like the short rib was a little it, it felt like it was missing something. I can't mm. really put my finger on it, but I mean it was it was pretty good, but I don't know, yeah, there was just something about it I was like, uh maybe needed more kick to it or something. I I can't put my finger on it, but was it lacking overall, flavor or something? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of hard. <laughs> hard <laughs> I, to I'm explain. having a hard... Yeah, I, 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 I can't put my finger on it, but... Uh,
1: Just lacking, basically. Yeah.
0: Tabasco, maybe?
2: That might have helped.
0: Sriracha? Hey, hey sauce? Hey, hey,
2: hey, sauce. hey, hey, hey sauce. Yeah, there,
1: we, there go. we go. So that was one of the high points uh, why we said the cold didn't bother us. Uh, Nelson, were you able to get any more treats that, you know, you were su- pleasantly surprised that they actually had?
2: Um, well, we came across... We didn't get any, but we came across the Churro Cart at toward critter country oh that's right that's
1: right um, and they had purple which is surprising
2: right that was the only other purple item that i saw in in, in or for food wise uh saw in
1: park so the the only problem was when we got there <laughs> the guy didn't have yet. anything <laughs> yeah he was still we took, ready we yeah. took
0: three passes <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was like, we, Sorry. we went
1: that way one way and then we came back then we came back again and he's like still nothing okay
0: yeah (laughs) he's like i'm warming up the oven i'm like dude it's like 11 (laughs) o'clock
1: yeah right
0: but uh the bright side of not having to buy it was the fact that it's the same churro as uh the sugar plum churro
2: right yeah i was gonna mention they just renamed it to just call it purple churro
0: yeah but yeah but you guys got to
1: try that before right
0: yeah during the festival of during the holidays so our disappointment during this whole uh, weird trip was um, we had some churros on our list and we went to the Haunted oh Mansion gosh, cart yes. for a particular churro. And it Which one was out this? Was
1: this the banana pudding one?
0: Yes. Correct. It turned out to be another Valentine's Day churro that was basically the exact same churro as another churro cart. Um, it was like a sweet and, and spicy churro for Valentine's Day. I'm like, why do you have to have three iterations of the same exact churro?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Because So I've seen the banana pudding churro around, actually. I saw it, like, recently on Instagram. So right after that weekend, they got rid of the Valentine's ones, and they brought the ones that, you know, you were looking for. Yep. Um, Rissa, you did try a churro, though. I remember uh, it was in the Tomorrowland. Uh, Which one did you try? That was the maple bacon bacon. or something?
0: Oh, yeah, maple bacon. Oh, my gosh. There was a lot of coating on that thing. Um, yeah, it
2: looked pretty thick.
0: It needed more bacon, if that's you know not weird to say. Um, but yeah, it was it was all I could smell afterwards was just maple, ma- like maple syrup, and it was it was way too coated. Like she could have dusted it off a bit.
1: Did you enjoy it at least?
0: I mean, like halfway through the churro, I was done. <laughs> so is this so, like? Um-
1: get your ears on or
0: i don't remember what it it was for
1: it seems like it's a special churro yeah oh it definitely was yeah
0: yeah they didn't have a sign there either because i know nelson walked up to it and looked um but i only knew that they had one because i saw they had two different trays of sugar and typically they don't do that so i was like do you have a special churro here and they're like yeah it's the maple bacon i was like okay i'll try it
1: so what about um, the Mint Julep Bar? They it seemed that like oh. they had a, a special uh, beignet, right? It's
0: Sort yep. Valentine's Day, right?
1: Yeah, they had the
2: strawberry chocolate dusted um, beignets there. Did you get some of those, Nelson? I got a pack of three.
1: Okay. And I enjoyed it. Did you share? Yeah, it was pretty did good. You, you tried it, Rissa? Yeah, yeah, I got an ear. Okay. Yep. I gave her an ear. <laughs> so you guys both enjoyed it?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, the straw. I. I was a little wary of like trying it because I thought it was going to be a chocolate based beignet, mm. um, but it was a normal base uh, beignet with the chocolate and strawberry as the dusting. Okay. Um, so the the strawberry was really tart. So right,
2: it, yeah, I thought that was weird. Interesting. Yeah,
1: pretty interesting.
2: But yeah, I used like cocoa and uh, yeah, this tarty strawberry powder. Overall, I enjoyed it, but uh, yeah, it was yeah good. like. Like Rissa mentioned, yeah, the tart was like, whoa, that's different.
0: Yeah, but you got used to it and then it was actually pretty good.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's let's mention one more treat that we tried, which was the Mickey Baked Alaska. Uh, We went to Hearthstone Lounge and got some coffee, got some Mickey Baked Alaska. And uh, what did you guys think of it? I did post a picture of it on our Instagram account if you guys want to see it. Um, Rissa, what did you think?
0: Super rich. Yeah. Um, the meringue was good. Uh, getting through the ice cream was a bit much. Um, it was. Just, I think it was chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Um, so chocolate on top of a chocolate cake on top of like a ras. The raspberry um, coolie really helped because uh, everything was just super rich. But I and liked I was, it.
2: I was gonna ask you, like, how did you handle the ice cream part?
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> No comment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Fair enough. So what did you think, Nelson, of that uh, Uh, dish? Yeah,
2: I enjoyed it. Um, Although I will... I don't know if it was just me, but the the Mickey face, like the Mm -hmm. chocolate, the white chocolate Mickey face, right it was a weird white chocolate in my opinion mm, mm. I, I it might just be me but um when we had it i only took a small piece of it because i'm like this is different
1: <laughs> yeah definitely definitely what would uh, you think of it me yeah um i enjoyed it actually uh i, I think the cake was a little bit rich for me yeah it was dense yeah the ice cream and the meringue was pretty good for me i i like eating it all together and dipping it with the kuli, you know, just uh, getting a little bit of it together in one, in one bite. That was, um, I think that's how it's supposed to be eaten, but it was yeah. pretty good. Uh, so I enjoyed that, that uh, get your ears on treat there. All right. So let's talk about the, the good basically here. Um, other than that, let's uh, start with uh, Ballast Point. I mean, I know this, <laughs> that's not really uh, Disney per se, but it's in downtown Disney district and um, this is this is a really good restaurant/ slash brewery and uh, it's pretty popular right now. What was there before wasn't popular as popular as this. So Nelson, do you want to kind of talk about Ballast Point? I know we're gonna be doing a review on it. It's gonna be a video on YouTube, but let's just talk about it real quick here. Sure.
2: So um, this is a part of like the round it's, it's surrounding the Uva bar. Right off to the right side if you're headed towards Disneyland hotel um it's um to my surprise this lo- uh, the ballast point location is completely on the second floor mm. because on the underside is will be black tap I think it's called that's right. right that's right so I mean it's another like burger and brew type place but it hasn't uh, been opened in, yeah yeah it's it they're still yeah working on it but uh, ballast point itself if, for those who don't know it's a brewery based in San Diego and they make awesome beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've had only several or a couple, um, you know, varieties here and there. But um, when they announced that they're opening up an actual, like, I guess, restaurant and, and tap room at downtown Disney, I was super excited for it, though. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for for it to open. And I, I'm guessing Rissa has been kind of vocal about it, too. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> <It's> been <laughs> and- a long time coming.
2: Right, right. So when they finally opened on January 16, I was just like, oh my gosh, can't wait to go. Can't wait to go. Rissa's birthday trip can't come any sooner. (laughs) So when we finally went and um, we got there and they... Like gave us the menu. I was just my jaw dropped because I was like, "Holy cow!" This like whole side of the menu is just it's beer. beer. <laughs> yes. Really I, good beer. Yeah, and I w- I want to say there's at least like thirty to fifty beers listed there. I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy wow.
1: cow!" Wow, that's a lot.
2: Yeah, and um, they broke it up into like you know IPAs, ales, sours. Uh, Amber's I'm like holy cow this is amazing so I definitely want to go back <laughs> yeah <laughs> we
0: didn't even make a dent in that list no
2: definitely I mean I was the one drinking the most and I had four Did yeah I four? so um all um, different so
1: so they do offer flights you can create your own flight right that's one of the things they do yeah you could if you want They'll a smaller teasers. pour if you, yeah, then like taster, taster pours, yeah, uh, so that you don't get drunk if you want to try a lot, a lot of beers. Um, right, but if you want the full beer, Nelson did that. get Nelson did get full beers. So
0: yes, <laughs> do they do well, pitchers? I don't um, know.
2: I did not see that because I was definitely considering that for you know the table. The table was, you know, yeah something everyone would be interested in. I did not see that.
0: Yeah, I didn't see a pitcher option either.
1: So Risa, how many beers did you get to try or? Like two and a half. Two and a half.
0: Yeah, because I got a taster towards the end.
1: Okay, that's Um,
0: right. Just because I was like, "Oh, I'm so full. I can't eat or drink anything else." Um, But I still wanted to taste one more beer, uh, so I got a taster. Um, One thing I would like to note about Ballast Point is, um, since it's so popular, I would recommend you showing up. Quite early before uh, you want to actually eat. Um, for six people, our reserve or table um, wait list was two hours.
2: Right. So that's right.
0: Um, we kind of had to kill time, which isn't that hard in Disneyland because um, you put your name down, your phone number, and they text you. So essentially, you have a fifteen-minute window after you get the text message to respond, um, saying you're on your way. Otherwise, you forfeit your table. So which yeah. is
1: pretty good because we that's when we went to Hearthstone and we tried that at Mickey Bacon Alaska and had some mm-hmm. coffee. So yeah, um, I guess yeah, and it was. By the time
2: we got the reservation was ready, we were at a Lego store. <laughs> that's right, we were yeah. at a Lego
0: store.
1: They wanted then to play Legos. It,
0: it was basically dinner time, so we put our names down at like three p.m. and then by like five p.m. or so, we we got our table. Which um, is yeah. which is
1: pretty good because that's one of the places where you could just sit and chill and drink yeah. lots of beer, yeah. which yeah. is that's why I, I think it uh, <laughs> it had a two-hour wait for us because there are probably people who are doing that sitting yeah in jail.
0: I, th- I honestly think they would have benefited if they just took both floors right um, why
2: not why not take the entire thing maybe yeah. they couldn't afford
1: it at first maybe for know? the rent yeah
0: yeah um i don't know how black tap's gonna do uh because it's maybe they'll be focusing more on on the food, the food. or just getting a, m- a bigger variety of taps because obviously they're not gonna have to tap ballast point um, but hopefully they get some good breweries to to um, be represented there too.
1: There's plenty to choose from. Th- definitely, yes. I mean, you've got every <laughs> SoCal has a lot, so they have a lot to choose from. If they want to go local, if they want to go California, they could. There's a lot. There are plenty. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, one of the highlights was Bal's point. They they do have food as well. Which is, uh, we had some full plates, but they do have some more appetizer type dishes. If you guys just want to drink and munch on things while you drink, so that's an option. And then, um, but basically, we had some full plates because it was dinner time, Um, and it was it was good. It was good so yeah, yeah definitely recommend it definitely recommend it so another restaurant that we tried we already mentioned uh river bell terrace we did go back there for breakfast another one we tried was steakhouse 55. we're gonna that's actually gonna be our next video that we're gonna upload uh so look forward to that this coming saturday um but let's let's just talk about that a little bit um steakhouse 55 that's um at the disneyland hotel and we had that actually for Ritha's birthday dinner And yep. Rissa, what did you think of the experience?
0: Food was good. Um, big portions, uh, very slow service. Yeah. Very slow.
1: <laughs> yeah, it took like 30 minutes just to get some bread. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. Nelson, what did you think of the uh, overall experience as well of Steakhouse 55?
2: Uh, I, overall, I thought it was good. Um, I definitely enjoyed my, uh, my steak.
1: Yes. So, um, about your steak, which one did you get? Which cut?
2: I got the New York, I
1: think it was. Mm-hmm. And it came with um, uh bone marrow.
2: It, yeah, that was the one disappointment I had because, well, other than the slow service. But um, I was mentioning, like, even you'll see in the video that, like, I'll, I, if I was, I mentioned that if you don't eat the bone marrow, you're doing it wrong <laughs> because the bone marrow is so tasty. Right. If, I definitely. mean, you should at least try it. Yeah. And, that's um, where the flavor is. Right. But mine was probably like, I don't know maybe it, it, it's just it was more calcified and it was really hard like most of like i didn't even get any really out of it, Nothing yeah, I, noticed. Soft in it. I noticed you I even tried
1: like to flip it over and it couldn't get anything yeah because it's
2: supposed to be like oh you could punch it through really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but no i wasn't getting much maybe just like some crustings from like the seasoning and herbs that they use but yeah um, that was a disappointment on for for me but the steak was great <laughs> I enjoyed that, and I even got it. I forget what style they called it, but it came with a dollop of um, crab, like crab cake, on top.
1: Oh yeah, with the beer knees. Yeah, sauce. Awesome. I think they said Oscar style.
2: Well, whatever it is, it was <laughs> delicious.
1: Yes, it looked
0: good. Yes. I got the prime rib. That's yes. good.
1: Yeah, I thought so too. I got the prime rib, like you. It was pretty good, other than like you know the the I think it's like ligament in there. Couldn't cut it. you couldn't cut it <laughs> i couldn't cut it i don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah
0: and then we got a side of uh green beans oh man the green beans were good and um, they gave
1: you a lot yeah they. it did. was a
0: lot we shared with the whole table basically um just because you kind of needed that freshness mm, um, yeah. after you had all that rich steak you know agreed but yeah it was it was really good food but like I said the service was really slow and their price point eek, I <laughs> <Yeah>. think <laughs> I think I I prefer kartha just because it has a rotating menu you get to try different things and the a the
2: better- a better drink selection to it. Yes,
0: yes. Better drink selection. And I don't know, they, they have more of a sense of urgency since I guess you're, you're in the parks and they know that you're, you know, trying to get to do things still. Um, the feeling eating at a resort is a little different. Um, because I previously ate at Napa Rose before, and they were kind of slow, too. Mm. I think they're just kind of leisurely because they're like, oh, you know, they just want to get away from all the hustle and bustle, have a relaxing meal, you know? So, Mm. yeah. Our waiter was kind of like that, too, where he was like, his movements were really slow. Um, But he was very nice. He was catering to us and everything. It's just, it was super calm. (laughs) It It was a little different to me.
1: Yeah, I did notice that, too all right so those i guess those were our our meal reservations right yeah Um, yeah so uh, anything else you guys want to talk about um that regarding our oh let's talk about lunar new year because that's i think the last thing that we should probably talk about is the lunar new year yeah definitely celebration um there was one day where it it kind of rained or maybe two days where it started raining on us Mm -hmm. um but it was still a really good experience for me because we did hit up pretty much all the booths uh and then we'll mention the final booth as well that we found, which was the <laughs> festival cart. I don't know. Hidden. I think it was. Yeah, it was so hidden that, but it had the best food. So it did. Uh, let's talk about the different dishes that we tried first. Um, what are you guys' favorite dishes that we had at the Lunar New Year? The Macron. The Macron? That's the one with the ube on the inside? Yeah.
0: Yeah. We didn't even use a, a sip and saver uh, tab for that though, because, you know, desserts. It was only like
2: four fifty. Yeah. Right.
0: Regularly. Yeah
1: right
0: uh i think i liked the charsu um
1: oh the a, the bow the bun, bun? Yeah. bun yeah yeah the
0: bun from prosperity um and i liked the gochuchang uh wings at the festival cart
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's the best one right
2: that was definitely the best bang for your buck because mm-hmm. it was the biggest portion that you could get for like the trading it for a, a sip and saver ab
0: yeah and it was like i didn't expect that taste um Because when I first ate it, it was, like, sweet. Mm. And then, like, I didn't realize a spice until I was done. And, like, my (laughs) mouth was, like, tingling. And I was like, what's happening? I can't feel my lips.
1: (laughs) But then, like, you can't really do do anything because your hands are full of the sauce, right?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I'm like, do I lick the sauce or do I, like, wipe it? Go find the bathroom yeah it's not crowded um, yeah i mean the bathroom was totally crowded because it started raining when right. we were eating it right um yeah i just kind of like excuse me i just gotta wash my hands i showed them my hands and then i made my way to the to the sink um but yeah the raining in disneyland isn't that bad the first time it rained we were actually on a ride and we didn't oh, yeah. even realize. We didn't even notice
1: it we were on pirates right
0: yeah mm-hmm. and then it rained while we were at our reservation um so we were like oh okay um, and I think we just went home or to the hotel after that because we're like, uh, eh, we have the next two days. Um, but in general, the rainy days helped the crowds a lot. Like we didn't encounter as many people because Saturday when it was sunny, it was madness. Yeah, um, it was
1: pretty crazy. That's when everybody that's, comes out of the woodwork.
0: Right, and that's the day that we were just like, ah, forget it. Let's go to Ballast Point. Yeah, and it worked
1: out. <laughs> it worked <laughs> out <laughs> so well. Yeah, so. yeah, it really did.
0: So I actually enjoyed going there with the cloudy, threatening rain clouds, um, because it helps crowd management. So here's hoping for rain when Galaxy's Edge opens.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Those weird summer showers. Summer
1: showers. Let's go. Let's go. So um Nelson what did you think of the food at the fe- um uh, Lunar New Year?
2: Oh, I actually really enjoyed it. There's um I I definitely my my favorite was the purple yam macron. Mm-hmm. Um but there was also I think it was the I think it was the three cup chicken? No. Oh, okay. There was that one tasted, this one
0: that one tasted like adobo. adobo. Oh,
2: so it was the three cup chicken. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like there was this one bowl that that like it was a rice bowl that had uh you know the meat on top and it Reminded me of adobo so much. I'm like,
1: yeah, it was that that three cup chicken. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I thought I, it was going to be like uh, Chinese it. Chinese spices, but
0: yeah, like a five spice. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. adobo. No. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it tasted like adobo. Yeah, and it and the- tasted better than the adobo dish during um, <laughs> festival holidays. I
1: was about to say that I was gonna be like, well, that should have been the sauce for the the one. That yes, was the it should have. It was
0: it was a better tasting adobo than the. Um, festival holidays.
1: So weird. Yeah. So yeah. the the dish that seemed to be my go to was the shrimp the shrimp fried rice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like the, a crispy the crispy shrimp, shrimp fried rice. Yeah. yeah, it had some bacon in it. Uh, I my wife and son really liked that, so I got it a, a couple times, at least three, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that was. Uh, oh, we. I want to mention also that at the um, the grill, the oh, Paradise Garden, Paradise Garden yeah. Grill, they had some full size dishes as well. So they had the small Lunar New Year sip and dishes, but they also had full versions of that. Plus they had a fried tilapia, whole tilapia, that mm. would be served for two people, basically work for two people. So that was the additional thing that they had there. It it would have been an extra 15 minutes to wait and it was $24 for that whole fried tilapia. But um, $24 for that? Oh, yeah. dang. A lot of My people seem to be ordering it though. Really? Yeah, there were you know, at least three or four. You know you can go to the four.
0: Asian store and get that for like, Twelve bucks. Yeah, exactly. and they fry it
1: for thinking, you. They fry yeah. it for you. But
0: they fry and clean it for you. Yeah. You get to pick your fish.
1: Right. But yeah, it was twenty four dollars. That's why I didn't get it. Um but they did have a full size Bonnie available, a full size tempeh available, and the chicken that they had, they had a full size plate of that available. So Yeah, the
2: Korean grilled chicken.
1: Right. So you could get the sample size, which is you know the sip and saver size, or you could get the full size. So that's that's what I wanted to mention. Um, and then the pizza place—I don't even know. I didn't even. We went in there, got water, basically. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't. I don't think they had anything special
1: for Lunar. Yeah. Here. I, don't
0: I think, think they so. had
1: the get your ears on thing though, uh, with the Mickey pizza. pizza? Yeah? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: probably, but. But, but you guys
0: we, tried something at uh, Pizza po- Planet, right?
2: Nelson They had did. a s'mores uh, parfait. S'mores parfait.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I so thought it was pretty good. What was that? That was a get your ears on, get your ears on, right? Correct. Okay. So there we go. We um, went there
2: while Rissa and Kay went on their Space Mountain fast pass. Oh that's right.
1: Too. Yeah. So yeah. that that was um, pretty much what we what we did on our weekend. Uh it was it was pretty good. I think that uh, crowd management was, was good because of the rain. You know, usually yeah. Mother Nature helped us out there.
0: It was also the last weekend of Lunar New Year, so I think um that's and the weekend of valentine's day so i think that's why it was kind of crowded
1: on saturday um yeah yeah,
0: on saturday and generally that weekend is a bit crowded but i i go there every year during during that time just because it falls around my birthday um but yeah i i i think the lunar new year is probably one of my favorite times other than the um obviously the the food and wine festival at dca um but it's one of my favorite festivals uh just because all of the food is kind of towards my palate Mm. um Asian food. And I, yeah, Asian food and I, I I love the fact that they introduced that to um to the parks. Um so I'm looking forward to seeing what they have for the food and wine coming up since that's going to be their next festival.
1: Oh, oh, something that I saw on uh, the Disneyland website, Guy Fieri. That's all I got to say. Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be yeah, at he, the Food and Wine Festival, so.
0: Yeah, um. he was there last year too.
1: That one is actually you have to make a reservation if you want to see him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's he does like a demonstration and whatnot. But he's a California native, and that's one of the big things that they that they sh- showcase at the food and wine festival is California cuisine, yeah. and he's he's from California. So yeah,
0: there's a whole bunch of different things that you can do at the food and wine festival, not just the festival right, booths. Right. Um, but you need like event tickets or reservations and uh there's some free stuff for kids but yeah i'm excited for that that's going to be our next trip
1: so uh what do you think nelson uh you excited for this upcoming food and wine festival california
2: i am because i'll be going twice
1: <laughs> that's right you are um so what are you looking forward to just the food booths or are you going to look forward to making another list here when we get the foodie guide?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll be definitely interested in seeing what's available. Um, I mean, that was my first trip last year, and that's actually when I converted to an annual pass. Food mm. food. Yeah, so looking forward to going back for this year, see what's available, and just chill and drink because <laughs> that was like a big highlight for, for me last year.
0: Yeah, the upgrade mm. of food and wine is the, the fact that they have a beer garden. So
2: Right, yeah, they turned the Paradise Garden area into a, a beer garden.
1: That's exciting. Yeah, so, it's a lot of fun. So when's the next trip, guys, for for you? You're going in March, right? Yeah, so I have um,
2: two trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have March 9, 10, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll be joining Rissa going uh, March 29 through 30. 31st I guess is
0: it 31st yeah we're coming back on 31st yeah
1: so so the the March 9 10 you're going to be going with Teal and Eric right
2: yeah so um I've been kind of bugging my friend Teal to like I've been wanting to visit her and um, we finally worked out something uh and um yeah so it would be March 9 that'll be going down and um turns out that my friend Eric who I actually went to Disneyland Hong Kong with and also went to the food and wine festival over at um Epcot back in 2017, uh, that same friend, he'll he's available to join us. So we'll be all going together that same weekend. So there yeah, hopefully you go. get them on. Yeah, I'll get them in the vlog and prove like, these people exist. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. just talk about them, they exist. <laughs> They're real people, people. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get to enjoy. You know that first round then and then uh some more awesome company later
1: in the month and i'm gonna actually get to be able to check out food and wine during the end closer to the end of it uh i'll be going for my wife's birthday on april 18 19 20 and coming back 21 so that's the yeah when i'll be on the tail end of the food and wine festival so we'll get to check that out as well
2: yeah for this first time they they're extended the. Food and wine festival. It's usually only like four four weeks.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, so. I'll get to see you know how they take it. You know for for the extension here.
2: Yeah, well, our, it's definitely a welcome change.
1: Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Yes. I mean, I'm it, all it for it. It spreads it out. out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it made it a little more flexible for scheduling
1: wise. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's our that's our episode today uh do you want to say anything to our listeners rissa uh
0: thanks for uh listening today and thank you for continuing to support our podcast um if you haven't already please subscribe uh leave us a a rating and review um it helps us grow um and you can find us on various social media platforms um and uh hope to see you guys next or hope that you drop in next time
1: and nelson anything you want to say to our listeners yeah thanks
2: guys for again dropping by and listening to our adventures and you know reminiscing going over what you know we thought what we saw what we ate and um it's all good fun um hopefully you guys get a chance to try all the various food items and uh, from our experience just learned that um Hopefully you you guys can take away something that you know with all these different events going on. Don't have too many expectations. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because that definitely bit us in the butt uh, mm-hmm. this this trip. So yeah, just be aware that you know some items might not be available by the, when when you go. So uh, other than that, um I guess we'll uh talk to you next time.
1: So I also want to thank you guys for tuning in, listening, subscribing, and I also want to mention that we are Pop- Park Hopper Customs brand ambassadors. So if you go to parkhoppercustoms.com. And then upon checkout, if you use the code DTP15, if you spend $10 or more, you'll get 15% off. So they do have some new items in stock. Uh, They have this pretty cool, hey, hey, it looks like a Sriracha bottle shirt uh, that I believe Rissa and Nelsa actually picked up. Uh, So use that that. code. Exactly. Copy it. It looks pretty good. Um, They also have the luggage tags available as well. Those are about five bucks each. So get two, and then you can use DTP-15. Um, and so, if, yeah, and if you
0: miss the um, the Steamboat Willie popcorn buckets, uh, they have some branding there too, uh, so you can live vicariously through that.
1: Yeah, they have a shirt. They also have some tags. So they they can even do a sticker for you um, or a vinyl. So And the magnets, they do the magnets as well. They're the ones who do the custom magnets. They look like the AP magnets from Disney World. So they do custom ones of those. If you want to have them use a custom picture or if you just want to come up with a design or find a design they already make, go ahead and check them out, uh, parkhoppercustoms.com. Then use code DTP15 on checkout. Finally, uh, check us out on our website, disneytimepodcast.com. We have all of our social media on there. We also put the podcast up there. And then you can also check out that link to Park Hopper Customs if you want to click on it. It's on the main page. And then um, we are on YouTube. So... We have a new video up we're gonna have another new video this week so check us out and thanks for dropping by we will see you next time
0: see ya later